Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Well, everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. This is the Dr. Pat Show. We're thrilled to be with you. I'm Dr. Pat, joined by Mr. Benny Mathers. And we got Valerie in the other room hanging out. We're all here. We're all here. We're all here. The gang's all here. Yay. You posted our bail. We're good. I know. (laughs) But I'm gone for the rest of the week, you know. I am. So we have some special guest hosts and folks. I think that's news to me, actually. No. No, really, I think so. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, that was uh, brought to my attention this morning. That's Bru- Bru- Attentione. Yeah. Attentione. Oh, yeah, look at that. There's a little host by everybody. A little host. <laughs> okay. Oh, there we go. So cool. give us the, the down low. <laughs> And the little give this, give you the skinny the skinny. Uh, well, we'll have Steve Mariboli. Steve Mariboli. He's gonna be hosting on Wednesday. That's a handful That's for you, dude. All right. Yeah. And then on Thursday we have uh, look as like uh, Mary Jane Mack. And Nancy. And Na- oh, that's right. Can't forget Nancy. No, because they're going to do the show together. Oh, that's right. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Friday, well, we'll have our uh, usual Madeline Gerwick followed by Marine Saint Germain. Isn't that good? Yep. So we got it all handled for you. I think. Oh, you did. We got it handled. I was just looking at today's schedule. I didn't look for t- you know tomorrow's schedule. I know. It can only go it's hard so sometimes fast. to look ahead. It can only go so fast. Yeah, stay in the present moment, everyone. That's what you need to do. We got a great lineup for you today. Uh, by the way, joining us in a minute, Linda Elliott will be here. Wildlife biologist Linda Elliott and the construction and development of the Hawaii Wildlife Center. And so we're going to be talking about that. That's going to be very cool. Uh, and then we've got Gl- Dr. Gloria Burgess joining us here today. Dare to wear your soul on the outside. Live your legacy now with author uh, Dr. Gloria Burgess. And so we have a great lineup for you today. But before we do, we're going to pull that old prosperity card while I'm trying to figure out why my computer thing is not working here. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know if I don't have internet or what's going on. Hmm. Find out in a minute. That's what I'm talking about, Benny. <laughs> Let's get the old cards going here. That woohoo needs to jump on your laptop. It's like there. woohoo. Well, you know, it always help. Uh, it always helps when we put in the um, the right password for stuff. Ah, don't you think it's the tricky password yeah. issue? Okay, mm-hmm. we got the big card for today coming up, everybody. It's your other pet name? What? For the password. Password. What's the other? Yeah. I don't know. Ooh, That's what I was what wondering. What is the pet word? What is it? How did you know mine was like a pet word? It's a habit. Did, it, do you think? Actually, it's a gift. I should know that. But it's not a current pet. That's fine. Okay. Ooh. So then it would be... A pet that's in the... the jo- Ethers. The, what's her name? Joy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joy Show. Uh, Ethers. Yeah. What was the name of your dog? Oh, it's going to take me all oh! show to it's a f- Oh! You don't know. Okay. Start with an N? No. I mentally release what I no longer want. I mentally release... Uh-oh, this is going to be bugging Is it. it a B? No. I mentally release what I no longer want. You must let go of what you no longer want in order to make room for what you do want. Removing your mental grip on circumstances creates the energy necessary for change. Declare silently... 
about and out loud that you now are willing to release old beliefs, situations, relationships, and other things that don't serve you anymore. We were just talking with Gary Zukoff about this yesterday, don't you think? And so Benny is baffled. This is like baffle the Benny. Uh, now, okay, we have confirmation. We have a special announcement. The confirmation. I thought and I we're going to have a out. little contest around this. All right. Confirmation. I have a fa- this chair is like really what strange. What's happening with this chair? Is this like one of the old? What's happening with the show? Oh my god, it's like an old chair or something. Watch this. Can everybody fun. hear that? <laughs> what that sounds... was Sue Lomquist doing sitting in this chair? Actually, Perry Jansen was in that one today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you got to get the new host a new chair, dude. Look at this thing. Okay, my guest is going to hang up in a minute. Linda, funny. please don't hang up. Bear with us. We'll be right there. Okay, so we have a special announcement. I have an all-time favorite song, and even if you know it, you two don't say it. Do not say it. I have an all-time favorite song. Actually, my number one and number two song of all time are by the same artist. I think I know who it is. Okay, but you can't say it because okay. we're going to have a contest. Do you know Valerie? No? Okay. We're interviewing this person. Okay, so that can't be that one. We're I'll interviewing this person. Oh, they're dead, The right? person's passed away, yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. Bam. We are interviewing this person. So we're going to have a little contest on the Dr. Pat show. And the winner is going to win an incredible basket of stuff. But it's going to be, we're going to give out clues from now to the interview. Look at Valerie. Look you at know her. who it is now, don't And you? honestly, oh. Valerie, I want to tell you that if Siobhan would have <laughs> sang this song, she'd still be on American Idol. That's it. That's what I want to say. <laughs> That's all I want to say about it. That's it. So I'll have to talk to her later. Um, Oh, we know. You do know? We figured it out. Okay, but I you think can't we say. You can't say it's going to blow it for everybody. They're not going to be able to win if you tell. All right, we won't say anything. Okay, so we had our card for today. So so be on the lookout. We're gonna, I'm going to start to record little clues. Okay, oh. <laughs> okay, we're going to record little clues leading up to it. She's, She's doing sign language. Yeah. She's sign language. I got it. Who it is? Well, anyway, I have to tell you that... Um, I have a favorite song. I also have a favorite place. Well, we can't give it out because we have a webcam, right? So people will see us start doing that, too. Well, yeah, don't sign. I mean, can no, you the, see her? No, no. Okay. It's just between me and her. It is? Yeah. Okay, good. But I'm excited. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. Good. And, by the way, the individual that wrote the song recently passed away, so we're dedicating the show. Ooh, maybe I'm wrong, then. To this person. Okay, maybe our, we just got... <laughs> this is a whole sad story right. here about this. It's pretty incredible. But let's talk about something that I love to talk about. I had to recently pass up a trip to Hawaii. Can you imagine? I was invited to Hawaii, and but I'm telling you, I'm having like, a, what do you call it? Something defects? Costume defect here? What are you doing? I'm trying to get this thing to work. <laughs> so do me a favor, though. Spin it around the other way. See how your cable's all twisted up on that? Go. Uh, yeah, keep going. Keep oh, going. Keep going. Okay. There we go. I have to talk to these people uh, that are in the studio before go. me. They're listening yeah, they to the rough. show yeah, right they knew, now. They were new. I like what they were talking about. All right. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about Hawaii. Wildlife uh. bio- biologist Linda Elliott is joining us here today. And, you know, for many of you, we get to do kind of some interesting things in our lives. But, you know, what is it that gets some of us to be called to take care of such precious, precious, precious land? And so joining us here today on the show 
um, you know, Linda will be getting us current and update with what's happening in Hawaii and the Hawaii and the Hawaii Wildlife Center. Uh, President and center develop, uh, director Linda Elliott has been the driving force behind the Hawaii Wildlife Center. The HWC is dedicated to the conservation and recovery of Hawaii's native wildlife through hands-on treatment, research, training, science, education. This is really interesting because we're going to find out what the real deal is here. Um, and some of the things that I learned about uh, being on the beautiful Hawaiian Islands, you know, so for for her, for Linda, you know, this is a life journey. But this is an incredible call to action for so many people. So you're going to talk, we're going to talk with her about why it was needed to build this facility, what's at stake and what she's excited about. Linda, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. Aloha. Aloha. Sorry we kept you, like, waiting there. We had a few announcements. I was I was afraid you were going to, like, hang up on us. Oh, no, no. It's helping me wake up. It's still a little early here. <laughs> it is a little early there. Glad we could help. So we have to have a bigger aloha is what we have to be. You probably, everybody in your house is like, shh, right now because of the time difference, right? Right. When I go to my friend's house, when I go, they have a, a place uh, over by Cocoa Head, right? And so I get to go spend time with them and sometimes house sit like for a month. And I have to do the radio show. So doing the 10 o'clock show is not bad. But when I have to get up to do the 8 o'clock show, it's a whole lot of, it's a whole something different, isn't it? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but you get to wake up to such incredible beauty. Let's talk about this journey for you and, you know, Linda, what the, what this was like and why this is so important to have the Wildlife Center uh, and to have it so that it's thriving. Well, you know, it, you know, you 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 explain, you know, how unique Hawaii is. It, mm. It's um, out in the middle of the ocean, the most isolated landmass there is. Yeah. Um, and what got here over the millions of years evolved into unique species, and mostly birds. On um, Everything got here by wind, wing, or water. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mostly we have a lot of birds, seabirds, water birds, um, forest birds, and some um, birds of prey like uh, Hawaiian hawk and Hawaiian owl. And um, then humans came a couple thousand years ago, and we've made some changes, and not realizing probably most of it, um, uh, we're now in a situation where uh, we're the endangered species capital of the nation. Mm. Um, And so it's really critical now that we step in and start reversing some of the damage we've done and preserve the, um, the uniqueness, the biodiversity we have remaining. And the other thing is it affects us. Uh, worldwide is that um, Hawaii is a living laboratory for uh, learning about ecosystems. And because it is an isolated um, landmass, it's something that's unique for studying animals that um, can apply to our nature preserves on continents, which are essentially islands, you know, surrounded by uh, human activities. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And so it has a, a worldwide um benefit to, to learning and preserving about it, right. and not only the beauty and, and enjoying it. So what, what got me going is that because we have such fascinating and wonderful um, wildlife here, that uh, we do something 
to make it easier for people to participate in uh, reversing the trends. And one thing neat about birds is that they really do respond mm. to conservation efforts. So we saw the Hawaiian goose, our state bird, mm. its numbers dropped to 50 birds out of hundreds of thousands. And then uh, we stepped in and we started doing conservation measures, and now they're back up to thousands throughout uh, three islands and increasing. So we can see results. Um, of what we want to do, and we want to do that with more of the species that are left. And what's really surprising is you will find wildlife uh, response and rehabilitation centers in every region of the U.S., but this will be the first one for the state of Hawaii, and we have the biggest need. So it's been very critical that we get this facility going, and uh, I think with the unfortunate uh, catastrophic event going on in the Gulf, you really do see um, the need for being prepared for catastrophic events. And part of my life has been spent as an international team member for mm-hmm. emergency response. And over the nearly 20 years, I've traveled to six different countries and nearly 20 emergency responses. Mm-hmm. And uh, the largest I ever did was 20,000 oil penguins in South Africa. Wow. Wow. All at one time, and wow. that was over a three-month period, and, and fortunately we were able to release over 90% of them back mm. into the wild and see them successfully mm. breathe. Well, let's hold that thought for a minute. When we come back, we're going to be talking about why this is so important. And, Linda, I want to get your thoughts about what is happening in the Gulf. I mean, what is the scariest part of this for you, and then how does that uh, outline the significant importance of your work? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with biologist Linda Elliott and the construction and development of the Hawaii Wildlife Center. We'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Do you want to prosper by using good timing to work in harmony with the universe? Each year, show host Madeline Gerwick provides a new good timing guide so you can know the best times for all your important activities. To order the new 2011 good timing guide, just go to AskMadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E dot com. And click on the Polaris store or call 877-524-8300 to get your 2011 Good Timing Guide today. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistique Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies 
do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistique Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Did you know the leading cause of abnormal inflammation in the body is the American diet? Hi, this is Dr. Bonnie Burhunts here to share some information about inflammation. We often link inflammation with an injury, a sprained ankle or pulled muscle, but inflammation is so much more than that. Experts believe that inflammation equals aging. Inflammation is the reason we get wrinkles, why we forget things, why we become irritable or even cranky. Inflammation is what causes arthritic pain, stiffness when you're moving the muscles, wheezing of asthma and the discomfort of allergies. For more information on how chiropractic adjustments can reduce the inflammatory process in your body, visit us at vitalitychiropractic.com or call 206-824-5521 and be sure to listen to me, Dr. Bonnie Verhunts, on The Dr. Pat Show the second Tuesday at 10 o'clock of every month. Should I get up and do the hula, a little yeah, bit of the hula? I, I, can't. I can I do it. I don't have that hip thing. Okay. I we can, I I'll bring somebody in to teach us hula. I think Valerie's really good at Valerie, it. Valerie, are you good at it? She's lying. Are you? Is she not telling the truth? She's lying. Come on, we can do I've it. I've seen her do it. All right, then. <laughs> Wait. I'm just messing around. There she goes. Oh, <laughs> no. Like a, that's, we don't want Linda like to see that. That is not going to. That's... <laughs> That's all right. But in in Hawaii, it's all good. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Biologist Linda Elliott is joining us here today. We're talking about the the Wildlife Center in Hawaii, but we're also talking about ecology in general. Um, Linda, thank you for joining us here today. I mean, you are talking about the fact that, you know, what you've built is really, um, what do we want to call it? Uh, you know, a great place to learn about so many things we don't learn. But I've got to ask you about what's going on in the Gulf, because for somebody like you that is in one of the most beautiful places on the planet and is so close to the kind of wildlife that you have here and understands completely how a species can become endangered, I've got to ask you what your thoughts are about what's going on in the Gulf. Well, you know, it's actually hitting me close to home. Um, I, the second day of the spill, I received a call from um, their incident command for the spill because I do emergency response asking for my availability, and I told them I was ready to come and help if needed. So I'm, I'm essentially on standby to help out, um, and right now they've, they've got a, a great number of colleagues there that are, are handling things, and if they need me, I'm ready to go uh, in a moment's notice, but um, it, it's really hard to sit back and watch this unfold. It's, it's a major catastrophe. Um, we won't know the extent of all the damage for years to come. Um, and it, 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 it affects me and all of us here in Hawaii, too, because we have the same risk, although we don't have offshore oil uh, rigs. We do have, at any one time, millions of gallons of oil on the water because all of the energy for the Hawaiian Islands, 90% of it is from petroleum. 
and along with cruise vessels and fishing vessels and military vessels, were at risk. And we've had smaller spills in the past and some larger ones. And so having this wildlife facility would allow us to respond when a catastrophic event happens in our area or any side spill. Um, so it's crucial that we have have it here as well to be prepared. But um, it's, it's, it is tragic. It's really hard to watch. And um, this is going to go for a while, and I think that makes it even harder. It's not uh, I've been to larger spills, uh, and, you know, they, you come in and you've, you've responded to it and you they get it cleaned up, and it's, a, you know, a determinate amount of oil. It's one vessel, and it can only hold so much. This one has released an unknown amount and uh, continues. So we're really hoping they, they can close that off soon and um, then start analyzing um, the long-term effects of, of our actions. So... When we think about this, um, many people are saying, uh, okay, first of all, what we've got is the finger-pointing thing going on. And I want to talk about that in context to Hawaii as well. We've got the finger-pointing thing going on. We've got, oh, he's fired, she's fired, they didn't do this, we should have been better prepared. I mean, is this a surprise? Uh, that <laughs> I have to ask you as a biologist, Linda. I mean, yeah. It's kind of like the obvious question. Should we have been better prepared? Isn't that what you're kind of doing there? Yeah, that's that's the idea. And and really what happened was after the Exxon Valdez in 1989, the Oil Spill Protection Act of 1990 was was enacted. And and the point of that was to make us better prepared and to avoid, uh, but also to be able to respond more effectively when it still happens. And a lot has improved since the Exxon and the number of oil spills has dramatically dropped since that um, law was in, enacted federally. And that creates um, oil spill contingency plans, which is you're required to have. And obviously they, they would have been required to have their plan in their region. And we have our plan in, in Hawaii's region. And in our plan, it actually states that we're lacking a facility um, so it shows where our shortfalls are, and that's part of the committee that I've been on since the early 90s, and that's why I became so determined to, um, mm-hmm. to make this project happen so that we were better prepared. Uh, to. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Bills do happen, accidents do happen, um, and as long as we're, we're transporting and drilling and using oil, it's a fact that we have to be prepared for. And, and they do do exercise for a spill of national significance, which they're calling this now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there'll be a lot learned from this spill, too, mm-hmm. that's going to come out uh, and hopefully make us better prepared mm-hmm. and also make us realize the consequences of our actions and is it really worth the risk. Well, I mean, what's kind of interesting now, I mean, I know you're in the or have been in the fundraising process for this. So if anything, this should sort of heighten the level of awareness and help you, you know, complete the funding process here, I would imagine. That's what we really hope for. I I think if you I think hopefully it brings it home and makes people realize um, the need to be prepared um, and the need to have these resources to respond to the oil wildlife. We do have resources to respond to the cleanup of oil in the environment, but not having the resources to respond to the to the birds that get oil oh, and that... the other animals is, is, is tragic, and mm-hmm. it's not acceptable. So I'm really hoping 
you know, we've raised, we're, we're down to the last 16% of our funds to open our doors, and we can be open this year if, as soon as we get those funds in hand. Well, I mean, this is really important because you said this earlier. We don't really know the devastation. Let me ask you a sort of ignorant question on my part because I know that, you know, I've spent a significant amount of time in Hawaii, and I'm so grateful for that. Honestly, I grew up in the Bronx, and I never thought that I would, you know, see beyond, you know, our cement playground. So to be able to live where I live right now and also get to experience the beautiful Hawaiian islands, I mean, this is like a special thing for me. So I have a very um, soft place in my heart for such beauty. The place I live now is beautiful. The place I grew up is beautiful as well and beautiful in its own way. But here's the deal. I was told once a while ago that there are no, correct me if I'm no indigenous um, either animals or plants. I don't know if that's true, but animals or birds that there aren't any longer indigenous uh, birds or animals there. Is that true, or is that sort of like a, you know, Madame Pelle deal? <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's a, a myth, and it, it's definitely wrong. Okay. We, have, we, we still have a huge number of uh, indigenous endemic species unique to Hawaii. Okay, good. And But that's the number that is remaining is are the ones that we really um, um, need to protect. We've got probably 80% of those remaining, the birds that are native to Hawaii, mm-hmm. are at a threat of extinction. Mm-hmm. That's 80% of what's remaining. So we've lost um, a good deal from the first humans arriving, but we have a lot left to protect. Mm. And so there are uh, everything from forest birds mm-hmm. to um, the two Hawaiian hawk and Hawaiian owl to the state bird and um, some water birds to 14 million seabirds in our area. So we have a huge diversity that's very, very rich and interesting left that we can protect and see results for. Okay. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get down to some of the very specific things that are needed right here. And, you know, what is at risk? If we don't continue to do work like the work that Lynn is doing, what are we really at risk at? And, and you know, honestly... It's really difficult to get the true pictures of what's happening in the Gulf, and we'll talk to Linda about that right now. But what is it about this recession and how it's affecting some of our most precious initiatives? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show and find out what you can do to help. For pet parents who value quality natural nutrition, Wellness Natural Food for Dogs and Cats offers an ideal nutritional balance of carefully chosen, authentic ingredients in every recipe they make. True wellness means every ingredient has a purpose, never any empty calories. You can trust the quality of all the ingredients in wellness, from their source to your pet's bowl. To learn more about the difference wellness pet foods can make and to locate a pet specialty retailer near you, go to wellnesspetfood.com. 
Did you know Greek God's yogurt fat content is extremely healthy? The bacteria present in Greek God's yogurt loves fat. During the fermentation process, the probiotic bacteria predigest the fats for us, converting them into a very good source of fat. This type of fat is in the form of healthy short-chain fatty acids, and they are necessary not just for overall health, but also for weight loss and fast metabolism. For more information, visit GreekGodsYogurt.com and analuke.com Coming to Seattle for one night only a long-awaited appearance by one of the most visionary women of the century An Evening with Shirley MacLaine is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to explore the big questions such as what is consciousness, what is the purpose of life, or are we alone in the universe? With a woman that isn't afraid of the answers, join Bella Spark Productions and Shirley MacLaine on Sunday, June 13th at 7pm in Beta Royal Hall, Seattle Shirley MacLaine, still feisty and fabulous after all these years, be sure to keep listening to this show for your opportunity to win two tickets to this final event in the 2010 Extraordinary People Lecture Series in Seattle. Don't miss Shirley McLean on June 13th. Visit bellaspark.com for details. B-E-L-L-A-S-P-A-R-K.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I want to thank all of you out there for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We've got so many juicy things planned for you. Remember, the Dr. Pat Show. This is talk radio to thrive by. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life to the max. Are you tired of the diet roller coaster? Tired of losing the weight only to gain it back again? Would you like to learn how to take the weight off once and for all? This is Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis, where we help thousands of clients reach their goals and stay there. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That's 888-311-7157. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we're thrilled to have Linda Elliott join us here. And such a timely discussion and conversation, Benny. I mean, you know, we hear a lot about why um, we all are paying attention to the oil spill in the Gulf. And I have to tell you, I just want to give a shout out for everybody out there. Our hearts really deeply at the Dr. Pat show go out for the people that live there, the 
you know, the, the animals, the birds, everything that's about, that's affected the ecosystem, which we actually don't really know the full extent of. Uh, Linda Elliott has committed herself to a life of making sure that we truly understand how to handle things like this and more importantly, what we need to do to make sure that we protect some of the most precious things to us. And so, Linda, thank you for joining us here today. Um, we're talking about your center and the center that's being you know, built and what is needed. But I would imagine now, in the light of uh, what's going on in the Gulf, that you have a pretty solid case for people in terms of what folks need to do and why they need to do it because the you know what you're building uh there uh the hawaiian wildlife center what you're building is going to provide answers to people all over the world and one of the things linda i want to ask you about i mean i don't think these oil spills are going to go away i mean we're not we haven't stopped drilling no you know you know it's going to take us some time to change um our energy um usage and technology away from oil so this problem is going to continue for uh, a few more decades, so we really need to um, to be aware of that and be prepared for the consequences of it. So there is an urgency to get the Wildlife Center up and open uh, so that it's available before the next uh, event happens in our, in our waters and our fragile ecosystem here. Um, it's also a place of healing. It's a way that we can um, give back uh, to the islands and to the wildlife and to the world with the preserving the uh, uniqueness of the wildlife here, the birds, plants, and uh, and other invertebrates and marine mammals as well. Um, so it, it, if you take a look at our website, uh, hawaiiwildlifecenter.org, uh, we've got a, we start our, our site with a great quote from um, Nainoa Thompson. He's the, um, the head of the Polynesian Voyaging Society and, and just a great speaker and uh, a very passionate person about Hawaii. And he, he calls it, a, you know, in brief, he, he writes a great quote, but it, it's a place of healing, um, and not only for the animals, but for us and for the rest of the world. So it's a living laboratory, and we desperately need to get it opened. And uh, we've finished the uh, exterior of the building uh, uh, completely uh, this month. And uh, we now have about four months' worth of work to finish the interior. And we need to raise the last of the funds to do that and open the doors this year and start receiving injured uh, Native Hawaiian birds. And actually, I got a call just this week, um, uh, just yesterday, about an injured uh, Native Hawaiian uh, state bird, Mm -hmm. the nene, the Hawaiian goose, um, that needed a place to go and to be treated. And there is no facility flight uh, available. So, it, you know, right now we, we depend on volunteers taking some birds into their homes. I don't understand that, Linda. I mean, you know, and I, I wish you could explain this a little bit better to, to, to me and to us here, because we go to we go to the, you know, to the islands, of course. A lot of folks, especially from the Seattle area, we go to the islands and it's so beautiful. And, you know, in a lot of cases, we're so very mindful and to just to, to hear what you just said, that there isn't a facility to take this bird, is it's a little shocking to me. Yeah, you know, that was what, what it, how it became my passion to, to do something about it was that I was part of this emergency response team in the first um, 
oil spill I did in the island, yeah. um, I ended up having to work out of some really primitive situations because there was nothing mm-hmm. existing. Well, and then that, that just snowballed there. And, and the fact that it is missing in, in the most sensitive environment in our nation yes. is it is shocking. And I want to just bring that out because let's talk about it, the most sensitive environment in our nation. Absolutely. I mean, not that the Gulf is not. My gosh, could anything else happen in the Gulf? No, I don't and know. And it's such a large area. That it's huge. Area that it's being affected. That yeah. It, you know, it, there's no way. Is that a minor thing? Well, let's just talk about that. And then let's talk about it in context in, in the context of the of the island, uh, the Hawaiian Islands. You know, we're talking about sort of the oil spill now. Somehow, and they explain this with the animation on the news, right? They got the big picture of the blue funnel that's, you know, working around there. And apparently what they're trying to say is this blue funnel, as they describe it on television. I rarely watch the news, but I was trying to understand this last night. And they show the blue funnel and they that should not be a blue funnel. It should be a dark black brown thing that they're showing you because what they described is that this thing could essentially hook itself around Florida and start scooting up the Atlanta coast. Is that possible? Well, evidently it is. Uh, you know, the current uh, movement of the water uh, can take it to uh, a lot of different habitats. Mm-hmm. And they don't know the extent of where it's going to end up right. impacting. And, and we saw on the news this morning that, um, that it's washing up on the shores of Florida. I know. It's Mm. having impact. That's their worst nightmare right there. But in Hawaii, game game over. I mean, if something like that happens, uh, that is, I mean, literally, what it would do to the Hawaiian islands is staggering. It is. We've got um, got, uh, this incredible ecosystem. We've got... uh, 14 million seabirds at any one time in the archipelago. We've got endangered wetlands. Um, we've got uh, remote island birds on the northwestern Hawaiian Islands, the yep. uninhabited ones that are, are, our numbers are very small and, and dependent on on uh, very sensitive habitats. So the Hawaiian monk seal is an incredibly endangered marine mammal. Uh, we've got endangered sea turtles, hawksbills, mm-hmm. and green sea turtles. And then we have all our whales and dolphins and more than 7,000 marine fish and invertebrate species. And we've got our incredible coral. Um, exactly. You know, that You know, the recent national park that was uh, commemorated uh, to protect it is all at risk. So we, we have some hugely sensitive environments that we, we need to address and be prepared for and also do preventive measures and, and, and reach out to the public and be the... This facility is going to have three purposes. It's going to be taking in sick and injured um, native birds on a, on a daily basis throughout the year, seven days a week. So when we get these calls about a, you know, an injured Hawaiian goose, we can come in, get treated, and get released back into the wild. Then it's there for emergency responses, like an oil spill, or other emergencies that I have, have done here in the Hawaiian Islands is um, avian botulism outbreaks in our wetlands, and those will happen on a regular basis. And the most recent was on Midway Atoll. Okay. And that affected 150 mm. 
rare the rarest one of the rarest ducks in the world it's 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 insane because anybody that has either been to hawaii or has seen pictures of it there isn't really much of a backup plan for this and you know and correct me if i'm wrong what do i mean what i mean by that is you you know folks really don't know how many imports you all get right uh how many things you know get brought to the islands so for example you don't actually have an oil well on the Hawaiian Islands. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every time you're you're pumping up your car, you're filling up your car, that oil has come from somewhere, correct? Correct. Ninety percent of all of our energy needs are, are from oil. So it, it's being brought to us on a regular basis in tankers. And and honestly, we're really you you all and I really don't wish anything upon uh, uh, really somehow the safeguards that you all have been taking must be astonishing. Whoever is in charge of that not to have sort of a, a, a situation come up must be doing a really phenomenal job, honestly speaking, because there are so many um, the law probability. Right. Right. OK, um, so I got to ask you, got to ask you about the governor. Why isn't the governor getting involved in helping you? Um, she has been very supportive of the project uh, in that um, they have, uh, the state actually gave us a half million dollars grant in aid um, when we started this project. So we have, ha- we have huge state uh, support. We've also had support from our county Great. Uh, with grants and uh, then individual donations. One of the things that's so incredible about this project is the people I've met. We've raised over a million in mm-hmm. grants. Uh, we've raised 1.7 million, which is really incredible, in in-kind in donations. The architects, all the architects, all the engineers have donated their services totally pro bono. I know. The land was donated, 2.2 acres. It's incredible. And really, you were mentioning that the economy and, and how rough it's getting now to raise funds. One of the things that amazed us is this first phase of our construction has come in about 18% under budget just because the construction community stepped up and has discounted or donated materials and supplies. Coastal windows donated all the, all the sliding doors and windows. And mm-hmm. That was nearly $17,000 right wow. there. Well, we're gonna, when we come back, we're going to talk about how all of you can get involved. And, you know, get that email out to Governor Lingle. Let's get, that, let's get her paying attention to this since she's over in China doing some China stuff. This is a huge opportunity. When we come back, we'll talk about what's needed, how you all can help, and how this could affect us right here in Seattle, because honestly, game over here, too, if anything like that were to happen. But we're holding it doesn't. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. On a white sandy beach of Hawaii. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, Set, Manifest with Life Coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. I'm Dr. Pat Basile, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk 
Radio to Thrive By. I would like to help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that honor the dignity of the human spirit, value all life on earth, and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let the Dr. Pat Show be your conduit to a global community of people who could benefit most from your product and service. Join the buzz, be the buzz, and let our success be your success. For more information, call me, Dr. Pat, at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Join the Dr. Pat Show, the show that is changing the lives of thousands. Have you ever wanted more for yourself or your family? Are you prepared to take your life to the next level? Have you ever had that feeling or heard that little voice telling you that you can be so much more? Let Empowerment Psychic Linda Dickinson help you to embrace your own power. Visit Linda at InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096 for your private session and start living your life to the max. Be sure to listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show and call in to connect with your guides. Think about it. When was the last time you were flabbergasted? Well, that's what I was the first time I cleaned with this cloth named E-Cloth. On the front of the E-Cloth package, it claimed perfect cleaning with just water and chemical-free cleaning that's awesome on all hard surfaces. I was pretty skeptical, but gave it a try anyway. I started on my kitchen windows, then stovetop, then stovehood, granite counters, and finally the refrigerator. I was totally flabbergasted on how well they cleaned. These results were accomplished without exposing my family to unknown negatives of household chemicals cleaners. The cleaning power comes from fiber function, not a chemical reaction. It cleans better and is healthier, money-saving, and eco-friendly. No chemicals, no paper towels, and e-cloths are reused for years. As a Dr. Pacho listener, you'll get 20% off everything you order and free shipping. Go to ecloth.com and when checking out, enter Dr. Pat, D-R-P-A-T. That's ecloth.com. E-cloths are for real. See for yourself. I know you'll never go back to cleaning any other way. The sound of the ocean soothes my restless soul. Sound of the ocean rocks me all night long. Welcome back, everyone. Love that music. I'm getting the itch. I'm getting the itch, Benny. (laughs) Get a little sand somewhere where you can't reach it. I'm getting the itch. Okay. You know, I just had to turn down an invitation. I actually. It was scheduled to go next week. That's got to be tough for you. It was very tough for me. It was very tough for me. I mean, imagine being invited to a beautiful home on the ocean, North Shore, Kauai, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just like, was right there. It's priorities. Yeah. It's priorities. Just a little jealous. It's like we've got a lot of things that we're doing and our listeners come first. Uh Uh-huh. They really do. Good sacrifices. And I will get to go another time. Sure. Because thanks to Linda Elliott, the islands will still be there and still be beautiful. That's right. Linda, thank you for joining us. How about we give out a website so folks can find out more about what you're doing? Um, They can go to our website at hawaiiwildlifecenter.org. Okay. Um, So what is the number one priority for you? And, you know, how can our listeners help you? Well, the number one priority now is to, to get this last 16% of the funds and get the doors open this year so we can start responding to um, the wildlife in need 
here in Hawaii. And then one of the things that that I you know that I started to say was the center not only will respond to taking care of sick and injured native birds and putting them back out into the wild, will be open to the public as well. And there's a, a center courtyard uh, being developed that has a native plant garden um, and a place for people to come and learn more about why Hawaii is so special. And then it's got an education provision so we can teach classes to uh, students of all ages to get them involved in helping to reverse the trends. One of the sixth graders we had said that it's not that people don't want to help, it's just they don't know how. So we want to make sure that we make it accessible to people to know how to make a difference. Uh, in, in reversing these extinction trends. So, it, you know, it, it's, it's a unique opportunity of a facility that's going to touch a lot of people. It's something that you'd want to come and visit if you're on the island and see, and so it'll be open to the public as well. What do you think about getting the sources or the resources that you need from uh, from the mainland, so to speak? I mean, how have people or institutions or folks on the mainland responded? We've had really, it's been incredible. We've, we've got resources from all over the nation. Our architect is actually out of Boston, and he has, like you, a love of the island. And um, it touched him, and he uh, stepped forward and, and has done thousands of hours and made it a beautiful building and, and even gone beyond that and helped us uh, raise funds. So, um, you know, and then we've got, we've got donors from all over the U.S., Oklahoma. We've gotten some large grants from uh, uh, foundations based uh, on the mainland. Um, so it has touched people from all over the nation, and, and it, it is going to require uh, that kind of, of uh, commitment from everybody to get here. We've got a real strong interest from universities to do research here and internships, so um, we're hoping to have connections throughout um, the U.S. So all of this brings us back to the question, Why? And this is a great way, I think, for us to, you know, to talk about this. The work that you're doing in the center really goes beyond Hawaii. And we touched upon that earlier. Um, And I think it's really important to get back to that point where we talk about what the center will provide that has global impact, Linda. Don't you you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it is important. Uh, People who may not get a chance to come to the beautiful islands, well, they should, but if if they don't... um, it is a living laboratory. It is a unique place that gives us a chance to learn in a, in a confined area how our impacts are, how our ecosystems work, and what changes we can make. And since this would be the only facility of its kind in the Pacific Island region, I was just in March in Guam and in Commonwealth of Northern Mary Islands, the Saipan Island, and they're desperate for this resource because they can send uh, their staff, they have the same issues that we do. So, um, And we've got interest from uh, researchers from all over the world. This gives them a chance to work with species similar to theirs or issues similar to um, others within the continental uh, continents throughout the world. Mm-hmm. So it, it has, uh, it does, definitely has an international uh, benefit and interest um, to the world. So it is something that everybody should be concerned about. 
and interested in seeing preserved and flourished. Um, and there, it could be a success story that we can build on in other regions. Well, there are a lot of species right now. I mean, there are a lot of different um, birds, for example, that are in jeopardy. And you have a, a list of Hawaii's 10 most endangered birds as well that people can look at. It, when we look at these endangered uh, birds, some of them are extinct in the wild. And, you know, I guess the Hawaiian crow, um, there are 50 in captivity. Let's bring this back to the ecosystem because it is a very delicate ecosystem. It doesn't really take much, does it, to get things out of whack or out of balance? Well, you know, it is It is that, um, you know, we, we've torn down a lot of the ecosystem building um, communities uh, and we brought in uh, uh, non-native plants and animals that have caused problems. Uh, you know, the islands never had predators, never had mammals, the only land mammal um, is the Hawaiian bat that was native. So when we brought in pigs, goats, dogs, cats, um, mongoose, um, we really uh, changed the ecosystem and all the ground nesters, birds were essentially almost wiped out. Mm-hmm. Um, we brought in mosquitoes weren't here before and with it came avian malaria um, mm-hmm. and other diseases. So, uh, And then the invasive plants have come in and are pushing out our native. So we've, we've done a lot that has damaged the ecosystems. And, and like you said, the Hawaiian crow is in, only in captivity because they need to uh, rehabilitate enough habitat for them to go back to. And that's going to take some unique efforts and some time. And there are groups you know, the nature conservancies and things like that that are working on the habitat issue. But the one issue that still remains, we don't have the conservation tool, is um, is responding to the sick and injured birds when, when they do get sick, treat them and get them back out into the wild. And then also share that information with the public and show them how in their own backyards they can start making a difference. They can plant native plants um, and you know, how they tread in... in, in environment and what what they bring in and, and how they can um, make a change instead of you know we've, we've had this invasive cokey frog introduced and and that's a human caused problem and it's, right. it's going to require humans Right. I mean, even in in terms of the plant life, I mean, there's been some invasive plant life that's introduced vines that are pretty much taking over. So this is really something to pay attention to, because there's no real alternative, given that you are an island. You know what I'm saying? You know, there's it's not like everybody's going to pack up and leave. Um, So this is really something that must be dealt with because you are contained, so to speak. Yeah, there's a sense of urgency, and there's no way. Um, with a continent, you know, if you have a habitat that is disturbed, the birds and the animals can move somewhere else. Exactly, so, right. Here, they will just be, um, we will push them out of the only home they have. So it it, it is much more critical uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, urgent mm-hmm. that we, we address this now before it's lost forever. Thank you, Linda. Thanks for joining us here today. For those of you out there, go to HawaiiWildlifeCenter.org. You can find out more. Linda, thank you so much for joining us here on the show today. Oh, thank you. I really enjoyed it, and I look forward to getting you over here to see it. Oh, you! I'm all over it. 
I'm right there. Thank you. It's not going to take much. Uh, maybe Benny will come with me. Yeah, I'm down. All right. Linda Elliott, everybody, thank you so much. And go to HawaiiWildlifeCenter.org. Hawaii Lots of information. If you have friends, family, get behind this. This is something that's important, not just to the Hawaiian Islands, but to all of us. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Gloria Burgess.